All right, guys, this is the Angry Pepper. So today's episode, episode 100, is going to be a Pepper movie critique on the movie Songbird. Now, this being my 100th episode, I don't know if it's a celebration or not, so I'm not going to celebrate it. I'm just going to treat it like any other episode. I think when I get to 500, then I'll have some kind of a celebration or woohoo. Who the hell knows? But anyway, let's get into this movie. Now, the movie is coming out December 11th. That is tomorrow. Today's December 10th. The movie was okay. It wasn't the greatest. It wasn't the worst. It was okay for what it was. Keep in mind, it was also rushed. The movie was done in less than 30 days. They said that they started filming, but it's unclear when. And they resumed filming July 8th, and they were done by August 4th. So it was a pretty uh, fast movie, or fastly made movie, if you will. This is during the lockdown. So all of the empty street scenes that you see in the movie, they were actually empty because of the lockdown. So they utilized the environment while they could. Now, Michael Bay, who's the director of this movie, has come under fire for making a movie, I guess, playing to our fears and playing during a touchy time. But listen, if you're a sensitive prick like that, then I don't know what to tell you. I mean, Hollywood's all about making money. They're all about exploiting shit. So why are we surprised? Anyway, let's get to the movie. So the movie is a 2020 drama directed by Michael Bay, starring Demi Moore and Alexandra Dadara. It takes place four years after COVID-19, right? Or actually, yeah, four years after COVID-19. So here... When it hit the United States in, uh, let's say, February 2020, four years later, we're still in lockdown. We're in something like 214 weeks of lockdown. The virus has mutated to COVID-23, which is extremely lethal and can kill a person within 24 hours from their first uh, symptom. So the movie gets a little, uh, well, not gets a little, but it starts telling us what our future might look like should we go into a lockdown that long. Now, first of all, there's no way in hell in the United States are we going to be on a lockdown for 214 weeks. It'd be virtually impossible. People would be fighting left and right. I mean, we'd be fighting left and right, fighting the authorities, fighting the military, whoever, whoever it is that stands in our way, we will be fighting with them. So the first tell in the movie, the first, not tell, but the first, sign of things to come in the movie is bracelets now in the movie they're called passes or wrist passes you will also know them as freedom passes you've probably uh, seen a couple of these ideas floating around in europe or the uk new zealand australia they're talking about coming up with these passes that give you five days of freedom and then you have to go back in and lock down. That's if you didn't receive the vaccine. If you received the vaccine, you get a different bracelet that lets people know you were vaccinated. But if you are a tester, someone who, who doesn't want to take the vaccine but wants to get tested, you get a different color bracelet and that lets people know that you're only free for five days, which is complete bullshit. In the movie, they have something similar to that 
but these people who have the passes, which are yellow, they are immune. Being that they are immune, they get carte blanche of the city, except for they can't do anything other than do their daily work and go home because no one else is hanging out because everyone's scared. So there is a black market kind of uh, thing in the movie where they're uh, making these these passes. And these passes makes no sense, actually. It's sort of all over the place. The, again, passes give you carte blanche of the city and lets you do uh, what you want to do. But like I said, there's nothing to be done. So you do your work, you go home, and you talk to all your friends via uh, Face, Skype, or Zoom. FaceTime, sorry, Skype or Zoom. In the movie, there is a, there's a few times they show you where people are scanning themselves daily through their phone to let the government agency know whether you're sick or not. So the phone scans your face. It lets you know whether you're sick. And if you are sick, you go into immediate uh, ultra lockdown, if you will. And then the authorities, which is the sanitation department, comes and collects you and brings you to some a place called the Q-Zone, which is a uh, relocation camp, if you will. So whether you're immune or not, if you pop for a fever or compromised lung or breathing, you get sent to the uh, Q-Zone. And Q-Zone looks like one giant refugee camp in a movie. Though they don't really focus on it, you get an aerial view of it in the movie. So, like I said, uh, the COVID-23 in this movie is a mutation of COVID-19, one thing I didn't like in the movie is that the military were overly aggressive. The sanitation department was overly aggressive. I get that they were trying to build some kind of drama and action, but that sort of sucked. They acted like the military, police, and sanitation were displaced of feelings and just drones acting on rage, which was, again, made no sense. Uh, the sanitation, like I said, the sanitation department became like COVID police. They became the body removal and they were the uh, judge and jury of whoever was infected or, or presumed to be infected. So I thought the movie was a, a, a bit on the nose about what might be happening to us. Uh, the acting, was again, was okay. You don't watch movies like Songbird, uh, Bird Box, The Divide. You don't watch those movies for acting, guys. You watch it because you are uh, curious about, you know, how this is going to play out. And if you're a prepper, you're watching it for an entirely different reason. For me, I watch it for both action and what I would do. Now, Songbird didn't give you much of a prepper standpoint, meaning like when you're looking at the movie, there's not a point in the movie like, well, I would have did this, I would have did that. Because everything that's done in the movie is exactly what we're doing now, with the exception of sterilizing of packages, right? In the movie, they have... Uh, a couple scenes where the star of the movie, the kid's name is Nico. I forgot the actor's name. But in the movie, he's a, a courier. And every time he drops off a package, he has to put it in this uh, sterilization bin that goes to the other side. It goes inside the apartment. So he puts it in on the outside, and the person inside can receive whatever the package is. Uh, they do skip over a couple of things, like how the mother got infected. Though you, as the audience, will figure it out. But you, if you didn't pay attention, if you missed like a sort of a crucial uh, scene, you'll, you'll miss it. And you'll be like, well, how the hell did she get sick if she was inside all the time? So you do got to pay attention for the first, I don't know, 20, 30 minutes. Uh, again, 
it was a bit over the a bit over the top with some of the aggression. There was like no sympathy with the authorities whatsoever, which wouldn't be, especially in this climate. So you know, again, the movie was was good. It was entertaining. Not good. It was okay. It was entertaining. I would mark it as good. I would mark it as watchable. Um, unless you like to watch Demi Moore or Alexandria uh, the Dial. I mean, that's pretty much it. Uh, again, the lockdown scenes were pretty interesting, especially the way they were locked down. There were a couple shots in the city where there was graffiti saying, let us out. I saw that. I'm like, there's no way we would still be on lockdown for that long. So, again, you know, the movie was was. It's a drama, so it's a bit dramatic, but I think it could have been better. And had he been more thoughtful about it, it would have been a better movie, right? So there's a couple scenes with FaceTiming and how the girl's still like in love because it's a it's sort of a Romeo and Juliet of COVID. You know, the these two are in love, but they're on lockdown. The boyfriend's immune. The uh, girlfriend, she isn't immune or she doesn't think she's immune and they have this they're carrying on this relationship for I think a couple of months or years on lockdown and they're just FaceTiming the whole time they're watching movies well you know via him sitting his phone on a on a chair looking at a movie screen and then and that's weird right and then there's I mean listen guys we have technology today they have something called uh something share family share or something share on disney plus so you can watch a movie with your friends and you guys can view the movie together and like facetime each other as you're watching the movie which is stupid uh there was a scene in a movie where uh alexandra sees a drone footage of her buddy flying the drone over the uh pacific ocean over the coast and she's getting excited and she goes oh my god i haven't seen the ocean in years i'm like I was like, asshole, just go out the fuck side, wear a mask and fucking, you know, and sneak outside at night and get to the ocean, have a view of it in the morning and then go home. You know what I mean, like, it was, it was just that she was so excited about just seeing it on TV. It was sort of like they were telling us, okay, guys, this is the next time you're going to see the ocean via drone or, or TV crew or some shit. It was strange. It was strange. Um, it was just a, a lot of little strange things in the movie, just like, if we enter that era, we're screwed. If we lose our freedom, we're screwed, right? If we lose the right to make our own decision, uh, i.e. taking the vaccine, we are screwed. Those are freedoms you can't afford to give up. I mean, bad enough they're nitpicking at the Second Amendment. Our First Amendment is, is gone, and they're going to attack the Third. So, guys, movie like Songberg is... Song bird is a pretty telling movie you know and and again though it's michael bay and it's the bit again dramatic there are things that are definitely coming down the pipe with uh the vaccine and covid that you see in a movie anyway so guys hopefully uh you enjoy this prepper movie critique a lot better than the uh video version the video version was rushed because i was doing errands and trying to release it in a uh certain amount of time but i like this version better so hopefully you enjoy this one as well other than that guys uh this is the angry prepper thank you for listening 
You can like and subscribe to my YouTube channel. You can like and subscribe to my podcast channel. You can also follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Tumblr, and Twitter. Thank you for listening.